0: Welcome to Living Well with Ann Beal. Our show is a health show, a lifestyle show, and an empowerment show rolled into one. Get ready to hear some stories of success, healthy living tips, and suggestions to get motivated and live your best life. Now, here is your host, Ann Beal.
1: Hi, this is Ann Beal. Welcome to Living Well, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone across the world. I am with... Kristen Archer today, she is going to help us celebrate with healthy Thanksgiving tips. Kristen can really do that well. She um, is a mother of five children, and she serves how many people at Thanksgiving?
2: Anywhere between 15 and 20.
1: 20. Yeah. 15 to 20. That's a lot of people. And she says that she does it with no fuss. Absolutely. But with as little toxins as possible in the food. And doesn't want to have to go through a lot of stress. And so this is what we want to offer to you guys today so that you can have a healthy and wonderful Thanksgiving, but stressless and without the toxins, which do stress out your body. That's As, right. In fact, you're even going to offer us some tips about getting toxins out of your home. Yes. So, if you're spraying those wonderful Glade air fresheners in your home at Thanksgiving with all the different wonderful smells, Kristen's going to offer some suggestions that are more healthy so that the toxins don't harm you. That's right. So, welcome. Welcome, Thank Kristen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, you have five children. Yes. And how old are they?
2: They are, my oldest is 22, and she's my only daughter, and then I've got four boys that are 20 to 15,
1: Oh, my goodness, boys eat a yes, lot.
2: they do. They do. We're used to cooking for a large crew.
1: Well, and the other thing that you say is that you make sure it's very tasty. Yes. And, and I think that people in general think that if it is healthy, it does not taste very good. Right. So how in the world do you achieve that taste, that wonderful taste? Well, I mean, I guess
2: over the years I've just experimented with spices, and I'm not afraid to put a lot of spice in, but I like to go with the very natural spices. And then just recently, I do essential oils. And so we've learned that you can cook with them also. And so they offer just a really, really powerful punch of flavor. And so that's what I like to do. Um, we don't shy away from butter. We um, like our butter and our whipping cream as long as it's organic. And um, that's pretty easy. It's easy to go buy that at the store these days. So it's for easy cooking.
1: It's kind of funny, when you think about it, because you're you're trim and you work out every day, mm-hmm. right? But yet you put butter, cream, um, whipping cream, yes, anything else that sounds, you know, in your food. So that, um, but most people think, oh, you know, you need you need low fat, right? And right. do you use real sugar, or do you try to cut down on sugar? Um, I, I don't
2: really like a lot of sugar, so I would definitely go with more of the natural uh, sugars, like. Um, the Sucanot or anything. I, I definitely stay away from the high fructose corn syrup. I stay far, far away from that. Um, we will use um, organic sugar, um, but that's probably my least favorite. Maple syrup, um, honey, raw honey. Love those for sweeteners. Um, just playing around with it. Stevia on an everyday basis. If stevia. I want to sweeten something, I use Stevia.
1: Yeah, we use Stevia.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So for you, you live where? I live in Aurora. Which is a little tiny speck on the map
1: in Wise County. Which is just north of Fort Worth. Right. Right. And it is small. It is very small. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have land? We've got 10 acres. You have land. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you know what it's like to have a country life. Yes, we do. Now, you don't look country. Oh, well, thanks. You don't talk country. (laughs) That's good. Now, I met Kristen doing a wonderful presentation for Healthy Living. Um, and you definitely blew me away with how much you know about toxins. Oh, well, thank you. Now, if you explain what really springboarded you Into learning all this stuff so that you could live this way and also be able to do it so easily, because it seems to me you kind of mastered how to do it easily, which everyone wants to know, especially at Thanksgiving. They want to have this wonderful meal. Right. But everyone is really busy getting ready for the holidays and still finishing up work and the kids getting out of school and a lot of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. And so for you, You've really mastered that, and that 's what I want you to pass on to people, but what is it that springboarded you to learn about that? Well, okay, so when I was pregnant with my fifth,
2: I was having a ton of health issues and um, really just feeling terrible and they went to I went to the doctor and um, basically, we just waited until after the fifth was born but i was I was not able to go to the grocery store without getting very weak and shaky. Um, my husband works a ton of hours, so taking him with me just in case wasn't really an, a feasible option all the time, not reality with five kids. Um, having tons of blood sugar issues, my vision was getting bad where it hurt to read, and I was having migraine headaches all the time. And when I went to the um, doctor's office, they ran every blood work that we could think of, and I kept you know, basically prodding them to please help me find out what was wrong. And um, everything came back within the normal Ranges and um, i I would use quotation marks if you were list- if you were here for normal um, because um, obviously it wasn 't normal for me, and yet they really didn 't offer any answers and I even you know said you know could it possibly have anything to do with the way we 're eating because I was really eating pretty standard American diet, you know the acronym for that is sad. And I think that's extremely fitting. Um, So we, you know, I I basically ended up deciding I was going to take matters into my own hands when we couldn't come up with any answers because I couldn't really see myself living a life with five kids and feeling crummy all the time. And about that same time, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with MS and my father was diagnosed with diabetes, and it just was a big wake-up call for me. So that's what started me on my journey of just self-discovery for wellness for me. And I think it is a personal journey that we all are on. I don't think that one, there's any one diet fits all. I think everybody has to figure out what fits their body and their blood type and their, um, you know, just what's, what's going to be your energy button, what's going to help you feel well. And so that's really where I started. And, um, and it started with nutrition. And I think that we have lost the knowledge. It's just the realization or even connecting the dots from how bad we feel to how bad we're eating. And um, I don't want to make a, a religion out of it. Um, I, don't, I, I got that way for a while when I started cleaning up our food and, and cleaning out our pantry. I started getting really, really strict and rigid about what we would and wouldn't have. And um, it, it almost created a sense of anxiety, um, and I didn't want to live that way either, so um, we had to kind of find a happy balance and decide what our, what our battles were and what we were willing to budge on and what we weren't but one thing that was certain for me and anybody that knows me knows it has to be easy. Like I really don't even like following recipes cause that's complicated to me. Right. I'd rather kind of throw things together. <laughs> and, um, and, and you know, when you follow recipes, you usually have all these ingredients that you may or may not have in your refrigerator or your pantry. So, um, I'm more of the throw it together kind of a person, but I, I definitely have learned where I can cut corners and where I can't and how to make things simple and yet still de- definitely taste good for our family. Um, Our my journey, though, has been just on trying to stay well, and um, part of that has been just trying to keep the toxins out of our food, keep the toxins out of our household products, and um, just learning and doing little bitty things, you know, little by little, and just making changes over the past 15 years.
1: Now, you technically got diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Which one? It's called CRPS or RSD,
2: which stands for Reflex Sympathetic Dystrophy. It's a really, really rare condition. Um, In fact, my daughter was diagnosed with it also. Wow. And, um, you know, we sought alternative treatment, and I didn't know anything about essential oils, so it has nothing to do with that. Um, But we we were willing to seek, I mean, we we traveled out of state to go to a doctor that specialized in helping people, and we were very, very blessed that we had an early diagnosis. And actually, um, November is RSD Awareness Month, so.
1: I have never heard of RSD. Now the first four letters, Mm CRPS, what does that stand for?
2: Chronic Regional Pain Syndrome. And it is basically where your autoimmune system just goes into or your sympathetic nervous system goes into overdrive and your body doesn't shut off its natural responses. So for me, um, I had broken my ankle <laughs> riding a dirt bike. And um, and it was a severe enough break that I had to have a surgery. Mm. And that's more of an extreme case of that autoimmune condition, um, rearing its ugly head. My daughter was just training for a 5K and kind of twisted her knee, sort of hurt her ankle a little. Like, it was so minor. It wasn't even, you know, I just said, oh, you'll be fine. You know, we had a busy schedule that weekend, um, but the symptoms kept getting worse and worse and worse, and logically it wasn't making any sense that she would be getting worse when she was resting, and so after two weeks and lots and lots of swelling, um, very, very red discoloration, and her, I, I, it looked to me like we were going to have to amputate her limb. That's how wow. bad it looked, mm-hmm. um, and the doctors were, you know, the doctor that we had seen, he's a specialist. Um, he specialized in orthopedic surgery. He didn't. He didn't even. Didn't even cross his mind that it could be something rare or weird. He just said, "Come back after the holidays, and we'll start physical therapy." So I took it to. I took the reports to my primary care physician, and thankfully, he had had a course, a continuing education course in it, and was familiar with the condition, even though it's really rare. Um, anyway, he was a godsend and said, "This is what I think it is." Um, Basically, don't look into it because you'll scare yourself to pieces. And so I, mean, I don't Google it. Yeah, don't Google it. Oh. <laughs> you'll scare yourself. But I did anyway because, of course, it's my daughter and I wanted to know. And she was the one that was diagnosed with it first. And so, you know how that is when it's your kids, you'll move heaven and earth, whatever it takes to get them well or to seek treatment. And so that's why we turned over every stone possible to get her help. And we were able to, I mean, she's completely fine today. She absolutely has no symptoms whatsoever of any autoimmune condition. We really believe that she's been completely healed.
1: So, first of all, your daughter was diagnosed first, mm-hmm. and then you. Yes. And in some ways, that's probably a blessing in that I'm not sure you would have been as fanatical about it if it hadn't been. If it had been you, I'm right? sure I
2: wouldn't have been. Yeah.
1: It's, we are crazy when it comes to our kids. Yes, for sure. One of the things that really blew me away is all your symptoms are gone. Right. And so that is very important to people out there. Now, autoimmunes, I mean, I can't get over how many different autoimmunes, but basically what I've found is that the way they describe it is it's autoimmune where the body starts attacking itself. And depending on where that happens, they have different names. Right. Basically. And so for you, I mean, it's amazing. Every week, it's some different kind of autoimmune or digestive name that people have never heard. They're just coming out of nowhere constantly. Right. And so for you, it was life-threatening? Um, it wouldn't have been
2: life-threatening as much as it's debilitating. debilitating. So So, um, you know, the, the prognosis really is pain management and symptom management and... Um, just try to reduce the pain. It's one of those weird uh, conditions where, if you if you dig into it, a lot of people actually will amputate a limb to try to make the pain stop. Um, but the body, it's the problem isn't in the limb. The problem's in the nervous system, and so the um, it moves to another location. And so you really have to go in and help support that. Um, the nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system is really the target that you're trying to support. So, um, I, thankfully, we went to a doctor that was very familiar with this with it. Um, and if anybody ever has questions about that, you feel free to email me because I help people with that any chance I get. I'm always constantly sending people um, all the information that we have on it.
1: Well, and your website is Health Revolution, Revolution yes. mm-hmm. which I did it wrong because it's. O-I-L. Yes. Revolution.com. Mm-hmm. And so healthrevolution.com um, with oil in the middle, not right. O. And it's the word the, thehealthrevolution.com. And then your email.
2: Yes. What's your email? It is thehealthrevolution at gmail.com. But you do have to spell revolution with oil, O-I-L-U-T-I-O-N, at
1: gmail.com. Good. And then they can ask you questions. Oh, yeah. Why did you start with the food? Was that your idea or did someone tell you that? Well, okay. So 15
2: years ago, whenever I was just having, just feeling crummy really basically is what it boiled down to and wasn't able to be a a mom with any energy in these five kids. um, I think I was just raised that way. I knew better. I mean, I knew it just made sense to me that you have to connect the dots and that we're only going to be as healthy as we are giving nutrition to ourselves. If we're depleting Mm -hmm. our body of everything it needs. I mean, the, The crazy thing to me is that so many of us are putting water in our gas tank and we wonder why we don't feel good. And that really is the bottom line. I mean, we can't just keep feeding ourselves nutritionless food and expect to feel great or be well.
1: But it is amazing how many doctors will say, what you're eating doesn't matter. You know, it's not the food. Let's just give you medicine. Right, right. Right. We learned in kindergarten what we eat matters. Right. You know, and, you know, our parents constantly, you need vegetables, you need fruit, you need milk. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so we've grown up knowing about nutrition and they were trying to prevent getting us sick. Right. right. and, and. And our parents, you know, my parents did a really good job of that. But as time goes on, no matter how well you try now, no matter what you feed them, if you don't know what's in the food now, because all the food has got so many toxins in it. Right. um, They say that our grandparents had less toxins in a year. Are you the one that told me that? Mm -hmm. I heard it in your speech. And I went back and started um, researching that. And less toxins in a year than we have in a day. In a day. That's right. And that is amazing. Shocking. Truly amazing. Well, what did you start with and what have you found? If you could tell us what you found as what you've discovered. I mean your journey is long, fifteen years. Right. If you can just Well, for me, I
2: noticed I was a sugar addict. I was addicted to carbs, I was addicted to sugar. Um At the time, I probably wouldn't have even. I would have been embarrassed if you'd known how much I I could have lived without real food and just eaten, broken off a little piece of a brownie or a piece of a cookie or something, or put a little bit of, I mean, like... When you start looking at the glycemic index of food, you start realizing there's so many things that actually are sugar to our body that we think are food. And even some of that's healthy stuff that we would consider healthy. Um, The majority of the food that we buy in the store today isn't even real food. I mean, it's not. I mean, and so really, I think that's part of the simplicity of me is it was real. It's it may not be easy to recognize toxins, but it's real easy to recognize when it's not a real food. So going back to just that simple stuff of if it has more than five or So, ingredients, it's probably not real food. If you can't pronounce the ingredients, it's not real food. And unfortunately, we have, I I read a statistic that it's 10,000 new food products that are put on the shelves and targeted at our kids um, that aren't even real food. It's really Franken food. And so we're crunching and we're swallowing and we're chewing and we're feeling full, but we're not getting any nutrition from it. And so when I started 15 years ago, I just went back to the basics. I mean, I had to. I had to clean out all the sugar. For me, that's what I needed to do to be sane. And and then we got to whole grains. You know, like let's go back to when I start introducing some things back in, let's do some whole grains and um, just eat real food. And you know, it's so surprising um, that when you start cleaning out the junk, the real food tastes so much better anyway. Um, and so I think that's part of it. Is we've just kind of transitioned our our thinking, or desensitized our taste buds to all of this other chemical crud, and we just need to go back and if we'll just give ourselves time and give your body a chance to adjust, you will start craving food that's really actually healthy for you that your body kind of maybe had given up on you ever having again anyway. So
1: you have found a way to like with your turkeys. Mm-hmm. Now you told me you bought three turkeys. Because you were trying to figure out which one had the less in it. Right. Um, and so you bought Butterball. I
2: did. I did buy a Butterball, um, and I still haven't decided. I've got them all three th- thawing out, and I probably will make two, Um two of the three turkeys. Um, but, you know, it's just a matter of trying to decide which one has the least amount of stuff added to it for me. And then, you know— this is part of me being simple. I'm not going to necessarily drive all over town or find a farm that has got fresh turkey because my life just is a little wacky already. It's very full, but I'm not going to add more stuff to it that's not good. And so I think that's part of it. I will I will drain out all the stuff, whatever they've injected in it.
3: It's how gonna do you drain do out?
2: Well, just, just letting it thaw and then dumping all that out. I'm not exactly. going to cook with it. Um, So once it thaws out and it's thawed out completely, I don't have to cook with it. I can rinse it off and I can, I can, um, then I can inject it with good stuff. And so that's what I will end up doing is injecting it with some good stuff. And, um, and then just also getting the, um, just going with fresh herbs and, and real butter. And I mean, you don't need those other solutions in there to make it taste tender.
1: And I'm going to have you tell us in more detail how you do Thanksgiving. Okay. And I know for us, we were thinking Central Market to get a free range turkey. Mm -hmm. And I started looking around and they're going fast. Right. Right. So if you don't have that around or you can't afford that or whatever, it it is fine to go to the grocery store like you have done. And just look for as less stuff, in right. it, and then thaw it out and drain it off. That's a really great idea. So we'll be back with Kristen right after break, and she's going to give us some detailed tips how to make the food taste great. Actually, which herbs she uses and which spices. I hope. Yep. And we'll be right back. Okay.
3: Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas, is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to lifesolutionscoachingandcounseling.com or email them at lifesolutions cc at yahoo.com
0: are you ready for a health life and empowerment show in one then be sure to listen every week for living well with ann Beale. ann takes her long-running tv show to the internet talk radio airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life by hearing from the experts and those who have found success our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same Living Well with Ann Beale can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
3: Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
0: listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Hi, welcome back. I'm your host, Ann Beal, and I have Kristen Archer, and she is going to help us in this segment On how to have a no-fuss Thanksgiving meal that is very tasty and has the least toxins, and your family will love it. So, Kristen, we started talking about the turkeys Mm -hmm. and the fact that if you get it from the grocery store, it's better to thaw it out. Try to find the least ingredients. Right. Thaw it out. Let it all the juice and everything drain out. And then do not use that. No. Don't cook <laughs> with that. Leave it out.
2: So, I, I mean, I think preferably you would definitely go get a free-range turkey. Um, and, and we've done that before. But this year, it was just, it just wasn't feasible for us to go and, and hunt that down.
1: Now, you can order them online. This is one of the things I found. I went online just to Google where I could find it. And there are all these places, even local or not local, that you can order them. And they were just disappearing, the numbers. Like, they had 12 and they had 10. And one had two. And as I was talking to you... I went oh no one just disappeared I think I was talking to you and I was like they're going so fast and so they did not used to have that right and I think that's really cool that you can find that and and trying to go around find a turkey farm I mean I didn't even know where one was so that was very very interesting that you could just order it online
2: right that's awesome that's good to know see we learn from each other Um, I think the main thing is just to not feel condemnation about whatever it is you're doing. Like this is supposed to be such an enjoyable um, time of year and and I don't want anybody to think oh gosh no I've got you know I don't have organic cream. I had just regular cream. Well you know what it's gonna be okay and that's kinda how I live my life and I know a lot of people have the 80-20 rule. I kinda think that's a little loose. I'm more on the 95-5 or the 90-10 rule. What is the rule? You know 90 percent of the time or 80% of the time is typically what people go by, eat clean, and then allow yourself a 20% window, you know, just kind of in everything in moderation kind of thing. But I don't actually believe, you know, we were talking about the toxins earlier Uh and everything in moderation probably was okay when our grandparents were kids. Everything in moderation today is a little crazy because the, the everything window is so much everything that we, that is harmful. And so um, when it comes to, you know, fixing your turkey, I like to take just real butter or olive oil and I will warm it up and then I'll take fresh herbs. And um, that would be the rosemary or thyme that you can buy at the grocery store or maybe you have them growing in your yard or your garden. And um, and I'll just mince them up really small. Maybe I could, I could put it in my Nutribullet or I could put it in my blender. You can just chop it up by hand. Um, again, for me, it needs to be simple. It's easy. It's fast. Whatever we can do. If I blend it in my Nutribullet, then I can actually put it in a an injection needle, so I will use. Um, I like Himalayan salt because it's got a lot of the good minerals left in it. It's, it's very it's, tasty. It's good. So we need salt. You and I were talking about that earlier. Our body needs salt. Right. Um, we don't need to be salt free, but we need to not be eating bad salt. And so there's a big difference between sodium and good, healthy, full of mineral salt. So,
1: so meaning canned food can have sodium, but it's not the healthy. Right. It's not what you need. And I, you know, if you can't find the pink Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. Um, Sea salt. Yes. Now, you do need iodine. Mm-hmm. So if you're taking a daily supplement, just check it and see if it has iodine in it. Um, and that's iodine. It, you don't necessarily have to have it in your salt. Right. But if you're not taking a daily supplement, have an iodine in your salt is helpful. Yes. But they even have sea salt with iodine. Mm-hmm. But it would be better if you had a, a, a daily vitamin mineral tablet or sup you know, chewy. They even have chewies now. Yeah. <laughs> and then it has all those things in it. And then you can get the pink Himalayan salt. Or they have French salt. And yeah. I've seen so much. But you want it to be really tasty. Right. So we're talking about adding some
2: flavor mm-hmm. and um and you know as I've cooked and I don't I don't buy anything like I don't there are maybe a couple um like my son really loves French onion dip, but of course it's full of MSG and and um MSG is neurotoxin. So we want to stay away from anything that's MSG. Um, Y'all should definitely Google that. It goes by about nine, if not 13 different names. Um, We steer steer clear of that, like the plague. Um, But the one thing that that I've stopped doing is I don't buy packaged seasoning mixes. So like when I make my taco meat for another meal, um, I would just season it with fresh seasoning. And it's really easy to just get the hang of it. And don't be afraid to add plenty of flavor and spices like that. Because if it doesn't have the salt in it, then you're not going to overdo it by adding Chili powder or something Mm. like
1: that, but we're not talking now. The rosemary and thyme. Yes, you tend to, and I just from listening to you and getting to know you, you tend to not measure. No, I don't, because you're not telling them how much thyme and how much rosemary. I don't. So I just. Is it,
2: plenty. Is it equal? Is it equal? Well, I like a little more rosemary than I like thyme, okay. personally. So I would probably do like two-thirds rosemary and um, a third thyme. And I mean, okay, so I could give you an amount. Maybe if you're using fresh herbs, it would maybe be about, um, for my big turkey, which I've got a 22-pound turkey, it would be about um, three-fourths of a cup of of these fresh herbs. And then I would put it in my Nutribullet um, with some olive oil and some melted butter And I would put salt, and and I like also seasoning with essential oils, which a lot of people don't know that you can do that. But um, I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a minute. But we're going to take that, and I'm going to blend that up. Oh, and I also like apple cider vinegar in there. Yes. It it really makes everything come alive in this little – this little mix that I'm making. It does.
1: It brings out the flavors, doesn't it? It And it makes things very, very juicy
2: and, and tender. Tell, now,
1: I can understand that however much olive oil and butter, you know, mm-hmm. however juicy that they want it. But when it comes to apple cider vinegar... What, what do you think on that one? Because you got to be a little more careful with that, right? Or not? Right. So I would say my mixture that I'm making total is going to be about a cup of
2: liquid by the time I'm done. And so out of that, I would say about three tablespoons of apple cider vinegar. And then I'm going to blend that up to where it is like liquid, liquid, all of it as, as, as tiny as I can. And um, if you've got some fine ground black pepper, that would be delicious in there too. And then I've got those big injection needles that you, you know, maybe bought with a, mm-hmm. with a... Crummy I mean, kind of a turkey seasoning, and I'll take that and I'll just go through and I'll lift the lift the skin and I will um, go in and I will inject that turkey all over um, with as much of that um, cup of liquid that I can, and then I'll take my hands underneath the skin and I'll rub all over the chest of the of the turkey, and I usually just use cold butter there, and mix it up with some um, smashing some other fresh herbs so it'll stay in place, and um, and then that's how I season my turkey, and if you cook it slow. And low, and let that turkey have plenty, plenty of time in the oven. And I mean, about two seventy-five, two fifty is what I usually cook my turkey. At. After I've browned the top, then I turn the oven down. And this is a slow process. This is not where I'm going to rush a turkey and end up having tender, juicy meat. But I typically do have people say this is the best turkey I've ever had. I and mean, that's not bragging because it's not really not me. I don't even like to cook, honestly. So how long? We do just you-
1: like to eat two seventy-five or. For how
2: long? It depends on how much it weighs. Um, But so this one, I didn't look. I'll I'll check a chart and kind of adjust my time. I'll increase my time and decrease my temperature, yeah, based on however long the chart is.
1: Increase your time and decrease the temperature based on the chart. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. And you're really good at that. See, some people might be like, ah, but at least inject it with this awesome stuff and put butter all over it. And um, isn't it amazing that that will not harm you? No, no, it's (laughs) so good for you. The salt and the butter, because so many people think that it does and it doesn't. And it's very tasty. And so what else do you do? Well, so that's, I also like to do a green bean casserole. My kids love green bean
2: casserole. They um, they would be completely fine with eating the traditional green bean casserole, but I don't want to use any... um, of the canned cream of mushroom soup. So instead of doing cream uh, canned cream and mushroom soup, I will take about three tablespoons of butter, about three tablespoons of flour, and I'm going to make a roux with um, half and half or with um, ha- like a whole milk. Now, a roux is like a gravy; it's like right. you mix it all together. Right. So you're going to mix it until it's not lumpy anymore, and and typically I'll take like a blender ball. You know, everybody's got shake. You know, protein shake bottles, mm-hmm. and so I'll stick a blender ball, like that little metal ball that breaks up all the clumps, in a um, a glass jar. And I'll shake up um, maybe a little bit of that milk and um, the flour together in the jar. And I like to use organic flour. This is a big thing for me. This is, these are, like, I may, um, you know, we we take our time and we bend on certain things. But for me, um, flour, I don't know if you want me to share about that right now.
1: Well, the, the main thing that I try to let people know, if it's not organic, then it's made with the pesticide in it. Right. And so, who wants pesticide in their body? Right. And what else can you tell them about right.
2: that? Well, so all of the grain these days are dried with um, the glycophosphate or Roundup is sprayed on Roundup, the grain. Yes, And um, that's something that a lot of people don't realize that we have all this gluten intolerance. And um, it may or may not really be gluten intolerance. It could possibly just be that your system is so tired of having to process the pesticides that are on the grain. And um, so if it doesn't say organic, then you can be 99.9% sure that it's had Roundup sprayed on it because it just is an easier farming practice for them to know how long it'll take for that grain to dry. So, for me, organic flour is just a really simple way to remove a ton of problems from our food. So, I will use an organic flour and that roux with about three tablespoons of butter.
1: Now, a roux you cook on the stove, like yes. on a saucepan. Yes. Uh, 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 to sauté it kind of, just right. to mix it together, mm-hmm. heat it up low, on low heat, right, right and, and mix it all together.
2: Uh-huh. So now, so if we were making the cream of, um, or the cream bean casserole, um, I would take either, um, all, um, sorry, mushrooms or onion and celery, you know, just kind of pick what, for me, what I remembered to buy at the store, which I didn't remember mushrooms this time, so it'll be more like a cream of celery soup that I'll use for my base. And, um, and, and saute those first in the butter, and then I would mix up the flour with the milk until I've broken up all the lumps, and I'm going to pour that in, and don't use very much milk because you want it to thicken first to see how much you're going to need, and then add salt and pepper to that, the real stuff, and then you're going to have a delicious natural cream of mushroom or cream of celery soup base to use, and it takes maybe 10 minutes. I learned that from a good friend of mine, and um, she actually just shared that recipe with me recently because we were talking about, what do you do to avoid, like I've t- Tended to shy away from even making green bean casserole anymore because I don't I don't know how to make the soup and so anyway she just gave me this recipe and it's phenomenal and it's so easy so how much milk do you think um, you're just gonna thin it down you want it to be kind of thick right and so that you can follow the recipe and you'll just substitute this um, soup mix so it's probably gonna end up being almost a cup of milk by the time it's said and done but you're still gonna have a, a nice thick thick base.
1: I see. So the recipe that everyone knows for green bean casserole, right. thats on the can. Right. Just don't use what's in the can. Right. Instead, use your recipe. Right. And then you mix it. I'm sure you probably use fresh green beans. Yes. Yes. I'll buy organic frozen
2: green beans. We'll thaw those out. And then you just, like my kids aren't going to want them to be crunchy in the green bean casserole. So
1: we'll just plan to cook that longer also. So it'll be a longer cooking time. Well, and even if they use frozen, you know, it's better than the can. Mm-hmm. If you use the can, to rinse it. Rins off the juice yes. from it. Rins yes. it to get all the toxins off of it. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, the not great salt. It's not really salt. It's more of a sodium. Preservative. Yeah, it's weird what they do. But you can just rinse them. So whatever you have, if you don't have time to go out and get organic, that would be a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. But you could at least bypass
2: the MSG that's in the soup and and try something new and make a little bit of a homemade cream of something Mm -hmm. soup mix.
1: Now, you know, Campbell does have, um, because I can't have MSG, and I was so, I could never have soup. And they did come out with a more natural cream of mushroom that you could use if you had to. But making your own is so much better if you have time. Right. And um, for you, do you put the crunchies? Well, so I'm going to experiment
2: with that this year. I'm going to have a julienne slicer. So I'm going to slice up a bunch of real thin onions, and I'm going to um, bake them in the oven with the um, butter. And I haven't decided what I'm going to use for my crunchy topping yet, but I'll I'll think of uh, it'll have to be something. So Mm -hmm. we're going to definitely have some fried onions on top. I just don't have that part figured out yet.
1: Yeah, making it all crunchy on top. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know what's in those onions, those fried onions that you put on top, you know, but that's why you're doing onions. You could do your own onions. It would be better just for you to crisp up. Something that you could put on top, like cheese, right. anything yeah. like that. Yeah, or if you uh,
2: have a natural cereal, that would actually be good. Like a, oh, if you had an organic cornflake or something, yeah. you could put that on top. I think that would be delicious. That sounds really good. I have thought about that. <laughs> okay, how about mashed potatoes?
1: Do you do mashed potatoes?
2: I do. So I am super no fuss on my mashed potatoes. And this year, um, I, I hope, I don't know if all your listeners will have a Trader Joe's or a Central Market where you can buy organic potatoes. But um, to me, that was just a simple way to, to start with a healthy um, mash. right right there. And then I don't even take the skins off. I wash them really good. I chop them up. I put them in the pan. We bring them to a soft boil. And um, as soon as they're soft and tender to the fork, then we drain all the water, put in a, depending on how many pounds of potatoes, put in a stick or two of butter. And, um, and I use raw milk. Um, we are very, very fortunate to be able to get, um, a raw, uh, cow's milk. Do you get it from K-Bar? Um, I, well, I do get it from K-Bar. I love K-Bar dairy. Um, I, I'm in a co-op, so I get yeah. it from wherever the co-op actually yes. gets the, the milk from. Um, so anyway, we, we'll just keep adding milk and um, with the butter and salt and pepper. And it's just very, very simple. But this, um, this time I'm actually going to try a rosemary mashed potato. And so we're going to put rosemary in it and a little bit of rosemary essential oil. So okay. Th-
1: so, how much essential oil you think?
2: So, essential oils are so concentrated, and that's the thing. If you use essential oils for cooking, a you want to pick one that's been that's definitely certified organic, which Young Living's are. Um, that's the brand that I use. But um, you want to find one. You're going to take basically the tip of a toothpick because they're so concentrated. They're about ninety five percent more concentrated than just herbs, and so a lot of powerful punch goes a little little bit goes a long way. So take the tip of a toothpick and you're going to f- put it in. I don't know if anybody here has ever done professional like cake decorating, but that's how concentrated those colors just are too. Just a toothpick amount. Yes, a toothpick yeah. amount on the tip and add that in, stir it in, and then just keep, you know, sampling a little bit, you know, until you get it just right. But I would say if you have 10 pounds of potatoes, you may end up needing a whole drop, but I would s- not start with the whole drop to start with.
1: You know, and the wonderful thing about potatoes is they do have a skin. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get organic, you want to peel off that skin. Right. And, you know, Dr. Joel Wallach, who was nominated for the Nobel Prize, will, he'll say don't ever eat the skins if they're not organic. Mm-hmm. And um, because of the free radicals from being in the dirt mm-hmm. and how they even treat the dirt over the years, putting the chemicals and spraying the chemicals. And so he says never eat. Never eat the skins. Mm -hmm. But you can easily just peel them off. And that's the great thing if you don't get organic bananas. You can peel them. I mean, so many things you can peel. And so peel them. And our um, naturopathic doctor and chiropractor, both of them soak them uh, all their vegetables and fruit and cider vinegar for mm-hmm. a while and it apparently removes all the toxins oh that's great it is amazing i'm thinking how's that taste right <laughs> i don't know but that's what they do it could change your strawberries a little <laughs> bit yes well this is wonderful this is a great meal are there any other suggestions okay
2: so i would definitely did is uh, where a lot of people go wrong i would say um because on. a lot of people don't know how easy it is to make gravy gravy is very hard to mess up it's super easy to make Um, You just need, if you have any pan left over from any meat drippings that you've Mm. just recently cooked, that's a great way to start. If you don't, then just use butter and uh, melt it in the pan. You would maybe use, um, like, depending on how much gravy you want to make, I'll probably use about a half a stick of butter. And then do the same thing like you would do with the uh, the cream of soup mix that we were making. Um, You'll take the organic flour, a little bit of milk, shake it up to where you don't have any lumps, put it in the pan with the warm butter, and just start stirring it. And the thing with... Either the soup mix or the gravy is you. You can't stop stirring it. You have to plan to just camp out there on the stove for a minute and watch it and stir it until you until you get the consistency nice and thick and bubbly. And that one you can just keep adding milk to until you get it right. But again, plenty of salt, plenty of black pepper. But if you'll make it yourself with cream or with the heavy, the full milk, um, whole milk, then you're going to avoid all the MSG and all the junk. I mean, I when we're done eating a meal, I don't want to feel horrible. And that's how I feel if I eat food that's loaded with all the chemicals. I just, I don't
1: feel good. So they can actually take some drippings when their c- turkey is cooking. Yes. If they didn't have any left ahead of time and just... Get some of that and put it in there for flavor. Yes. To get the instead of buying the packaged or the jarred or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Those are great ideas. Now, one of the things that I want you to let us know is some simple things in their environment that they can do when people come over. Cause we love the smells. I mean, the I mean, right now we have this. What is this spraying right now? I love this. She has a Cincy right on the on the table, well, so this would be um, my diffuser, and we'll talk about that maybe right. when you come back
2: because it helps clean out the air, but it's filled with um, orange essential oil mm-hmm. and
1: Thebes, which is Young Living's it blend. It smells so good. You know, it reminds, it smells like uh, a cider or something like that, a hot spice cider. Mm-hmm. It just, or cinnamon, it smells so good. So when we get back, Kristen's going to tell us how to get the toxins out of our home, especially if you're just trying to make it smell good. There are some simple things you can do to make it smell wonderful. Amazing. Yes.
3: We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to lifesolutionscoachingandcounseling.com or email them at lifesolutions CC at Yahoo.com. We're all living in the moment, but you never know when life is going to take a unique turn. It doesn't have to be a challenge, but perhaps more of a detour to get where we need to be. On the sky's the limit, host Karen Levitt knows that experience, having faced it herself. Learn about her journey from a life-changing event to where she is now. Her guests are amazing people who are living these experiences and overcoming obstacles. Learn from their stories every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
0: Listening to Living Well with Ann Beale. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show.
1: Hi, welcome back. I'm Ann Beale, and I have Kristen Archer here. She is my guest teaching us all about Thanksgiving, how to do it no fuss, and how to get the toxins out of our home. And in the first segment, we learned all about Kristen and her autoimmune disorder and what really springboarded her into knowing all this incredible information for the food and for your home. In the second segment, we talked about the food and how to make it so tasty. She gave us incredible recipes for Thanksgiving, for the turkey, for mashed potatoes, for green beans, and for gravy which we all love, gravy. You have to have gravy. Gotta have it. Okay. And now she's going to tell us how to get this beautiful smells in our home when our friends and family come over. And um, and right now she has a diffuser going with orange and thieves. Yes. From Young Living. And and some of the oils, like Young Jeopardy has oils too. They copied Young Living, I think. <laughs> um, and so you just want to make sure it's a food-grade oil. But she also talked about putting oils in the food for wonderful taste. Right. And— and um, you had them put one in the gravy. Which one? Was it gravy that you mentioned? I would use black pepper oh, in the black, gravy. We so have a black it?
2: pepper essential oil. You do.
1: Yep. Sure that do. is amazing. And that's goodness, black pepper is strong anyway. I can't, yes. I can't see a little little bit. Little um, bit.
2: You could also do sage. I mean, depending on what you want, if you're, I mean, I think a sage gravy would be delicious with turkey. So um, we have the essential oil of sage if you don't have the fresh spices. The cool thing is these essential oils don't have a shelf life. So if you go and you realize that you forgot to pick up, you know, your herbs at the Mm -hmm. store, then, you know, I have a whole arsenal of um, of herbs in a bottle. So it's kind of a fun way to to experiment with things. And I'll even use orange oil in my pumpkin pie.
1: I love, I love Orange oil. You did not give us a pumpkin pie recipe. Okay, so it's
2: on my website. Um, and actually, I, I stole this recipe from a good friend of mine that has, um, it's called yourhealthsourceblog.org. But her recipe is right on my resource tab with pictures. And um, another recipe that I didn't mention is a superfood with kale and sweet potatoes and quinoa. Yeah, you mentioned that on the break, and I'm like, you've got to mention that. So it's so good. It's kind of a sweet and a tangy. Um, altogether, it has apple cider vinegar, it has got the sweet potatoes. Um, sometimes, I don't know, here in Texas, I'm not, I'm, I, I want the hot food, but I also still love to have a little bit of a crunch. And something warm, and it has all the seasonings of fall. I actually use the thieves essential oil in that recipe because Are you gonna it's tell made. Us yeah, it's recipe? made. Well, it's on the website. I don't. I don't remember the whole recipe, but um, it's got. Um, Do you know what the name of the recipe is? So I yes, find, it's called Harvest Salad. Harvest Salad. Harvest Salad, and it's right on my website. If for any reason you guys can't find it, I've got my phone number and um, everything. I think is listed on. Maybe will be listed on your page,
1: right? Health. Oh, the Health Rev Oil Lucian. Dot com. Yes. And I say that because you spell it differently. It's O I L U T I O N, not O. Right, oh. so the rev, Um, You can go
2: there, and I have got a whole page on recipes, mm-hmm. and I have a resource tab, and I actually have the link to several different um, places. If you are interested in looking at toxins like we talked about, um, then there's several different resources on there to get more information. And I think um, that's really what has spurred me on to be so passionate about this, but I need it to be fuss-free. And I know your listeners are like me. You know, life is busy enough and life is hard enough that we don't need to create more things to do. Um, I want to be healthy, but I want it to include less things to do. And I want it to not be, I don't want it to feel stressful. Like I don't want anyone to even be listening to this today and be thinking, oh my gosh, I can't put my, I can't, I'm going to have to go back to the store and start over. Don't do that. Just enjoy your food, make it as clean as you can, pray over it. And then every every time you go shopping, Mm -hmm. start reading the boxes and start deciding and discerning what you need to get rid of. So for us, um, really, when I started, it was with food, um, and that was long before I learned about essential oils. And then once we got beyond that, it was um, I started realizing that, you know, our, our skin is our largest organ in our body, and the things that we wash our clothes with, they impact our health so much more than we ever give it credit for, because our skin is breathing in these toxins, and synthetic fragrances are the worst toxins. That we can expose ourselves to. They so you, impact the nervous system.
1: You mean like Glade? Yes. Or uh, oh, Febreze. Yes. I love Febreze because it gets the smell out of the air like crazy. I mean, right. I, I have actually thought when I'm if I'm spraying it in the lobby at times in the past. I actually realized one day, I thought there are people in here and I'm spraying this and they're loving the smell and it is going everywhere and what is in it. Right. That it takes out smells like no other. Right. (laughs) And so, but it's got toxins in it. Over time, I thought, oh no, I was spraying toxins on my clients. Right. You know, and when we were young, They had the skull and crossbone on our parents' things, and you talked about that. Right. Do you have any idea when they removed all those symbols? I don't, but I know it was because it was
2: poor marketing. You know, it's really hard to sell a product when it has a stamp of death on it. And (laughs) so, unfortunately, they didn't change anything inside the bottles. They just changed the label, so it didn't look so scary.
1: So, there are so many things. And so, um, you did pass over that pumpkin pie, said so is it is it easy to put the orange oil in the pumpkin pie mixture? It is. It's delicious.
2: And, you know, pumpkin pie is something um, that you can, if you'll wait and not put your eggs in, if you're kind of funny about that, um, you can taste it as you go and you can really you can really tell what flavors are going to pop. So I love a very, very spicy pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. I could actually just eat pumpkin pie all year long. And when you make it healthy, it is actually a
1: really, it's a very nutritious food. It doesn't have to be a guilty pleasure. So you can just take the middle of the pumpkin, blend it up so Mm -hmm. that you smooth it out, Mm -hmm. and then you can start little bit at a time, adding oil for flavor. Mm -hmm. What else do you put in there?
2: Um, So you're going to use your heavy cream um, as well. And then you're going to use, of course, farm fresh eggs if you can get them. Um, Otherwise, try to get organic so they haven't been fed soy. Um, And then you're going to – I like nutmeg, and I like clove, and I like ginger. And um, we have all of those in essential oils. So I'll probably use some of the traditional spices, and then I'll add a little kick with the essential oils just a tip – of the toothpick Just because the it uh does not take much they're super potent super
1: concentrated that sounds wonderful you know it's interesting with the eggs you know and i i i, I notice on the eggs now on the cartons it'll say the ones that don't say free-range, <clears throat> try to get free-range. Or, you know, if they say organic, then they haven't done it. They don't have the hormones and they don't have the antibiotics. But when they say vegetarian-fed, people are like, oh, they're vegetarian-fed. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking birds are not vegetarians. Right. A chicken is not a vegetarian. They're actually harming their chickens by feeding them only vegetarian food. I mean, birds eat worms and bugs and things right. like that. I mean, they do. And so I always find that very humorous. I have to throw that out. <laughs> well, and like so, cows, they don't eat corn either. No, they don't. They don't. And that's why they need to have grass. They have four yeah. stomachs. They change that grass into a protein. It's made for grass. And mm-hmm. uh, corn, bad. It does really horrible things inside. But, okay, so that was the pumpkin pie. Yes. Thank you so much And the recipe that. is on the website. I love pumpkin pie. I so do, too. I do, too.
2: And there's a whole wheat crust recipe on there, too, all thanks to a friend of mine. And mm-hmm. so they look amazing. I'll be experimenting with those this, this time. So you can
1: go on your website and get all those recipes. Yes. And anything she's mentioned? Yes. Is it on there? Yes. Okay. It's all on there. It's all on there. Okay. So okay. So we're going to remove the Glade and we're going to remove the Febreze. And what are we going to do instead? Okay, so instead of
2: using all those, which I, I want to back up and just kind of touch on why it's so important, um, really these these types of products have never been tested for human safety, and um, and I think that the more you learn about it, which if you know, I've even got articles written on my website too. I actually did a, a whole series in a magazine um, called um, "War on Toxins." We talk about toxins in the water, we talk about toxins in our um, beauty and health and our skincare products, and I talk about toxins that are in just kind of our everyday household items. So if you want more information, it's it's there. And that even is just a drop in the bucket. You can dig and dig and dig. I love the website Environmental Working Group, which is ewg.org. That's on my resource page if you didn't catch that. Um, but, but basically, the, the bottom line is we're at this sort of guinea pig um, generation right now. And nothing's been tested, but there's over a thousand new chemicals that are placed on our market every single year. And you would think, well, if it's, I I think this is the misconception that I had. And I think that a lot of people feel this way, that if it's sold on the shelf or in the drive-thru or anywhere in a store, then it must be okay. It couldn't be that bad for us. And I think that's a really sad actual misconception because there's not been any testing that's been done on it and how many things do we see that you know originally is like push, 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 let's all do this and then all of a sudden three years later they're backtracking and saying oh this is all, you know, things are starting to say triclosan free now which triclosan is um, known to be a hormone disruptor and it's what we're washing our hands and using for hand sanitizer. So those are just an example of things and PBA, you know that's in our water bottles. So, you know for years no one was worried about it then suddenly they realized that oh, uh uh-oh, it was
1: not so good for us after all. And they're pulling it all back. So, you know, I just don't, it is the other way around. <clears throat> it is that it comes out. And mm-hmm. then based on the re- what happens is, you know, people die or people get sick or they get diseases or whatever, mm-hmm. then they pull it back. Right. It did not used to be that way. Right. And that's why our parents taught us to trust, you know, what's out there and in stores and, you know, and the FDA and all that people go, it's not F- you know, oils, not FDA approved. I'm like, Really, like really? Do you think they protect us anymore? They don't. They have all these huge lobbies, people lobbying to have them get their stuff out, and so right. people are harmed every day right. by FDA-approved stuff and and USDA-approved meat. Don't be fooled that they protect us anymore. Right. And so part of it is that you have to read and be careful. So right now, you know, we had Glades everywhere. Yeah, I um, did too. Or you know, things I got. You know, and so when I heard you, I was like, oh my goodness. And so one of the things. Thieves is an incredible thing, how um, antimicrobial, antifungal, anti-everything, and and spraying thieves, um, spraying purification, spraying so many things. The orange, I love orange oil, and I love lemon oil and peppermint oil. Right, they smell amazing. Goodness, it's been amazing. And so they cleanse the air, And yet they get the – and they clean out the smell instead of covering it up, which the other ones did. Right. um, These actually clean the air. Yes. And so having those – now, how do you spray them around these oils? So you can actually
2: make them up into little – into your own little bottles of air fresheners and things like that, which is what we've done. We've replaced the typical air freshener that's in our bathroom with a little glass bottle um, that has a sprayer on it. And there's lots of different places that you can get, um, you know, those kinds of things. And it doesn't even have to be a glass bottle. It just needs to be a a PBA-free plastic bottle. Um, But you just put in, you know, a half a cup of water and a pinch of Epsom salt, and you can add your oils to, the, to your liking. Um, for the, our bathroom spray, we like um, purification and peppermint. And so we'll do five drops of peppermint, five drops of purification. And it does not cover up the odors. It literally consumes them. It is your natural Febreze, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if we're going to go outside and we don't want to have any um, – annoying little critters buzzing around will actually spray that same spray right on us. And I think of it kind of like hiding zucchini in your kid's casserole because while they think they're maybe just putting it on to avoid getting bitten or something outside, they're actually, it's like hiding nutrition, And a product that they're using. So it actually has tons of health benefits instead of detriments. And I think that really, you know, whenever I was experiencing a lot of headaches and stuff, I did. That was the first thing I went and did is pulled out all the Glade plug-ins. Although I think it was more blood sugar related, it couldn't have been helping that I was bombarding my body every day with toxins inside the home.
1: So you were just really looking for anything that would be bad for you. Yeah, everything
2: kind of logical. Like, does this make sense? Does mm-hmm. this make sense that I'm going to feel great and be b- breathing chemicals all day and I'm actually plugging them in and adding them to my air? It's just not a good idea.
1: Now, this diffuser that you have here, and you can get a diffuser. You can Google yeah. it. You can get them anywhere. With your uh, start pack for oils, you have a free diffuser in there. Yes, it comes and in the kit. And it's very simple. Um, you can order them on Amazon. Right. But if you don't have a diffuser to put some oil with water, in, mm-hmm. and it's on the bottle just do a few drops with water and um, this is the orange and thieves you have another one yeah. on your website I see you have lots of different recipes orange and cinnamon and clove and nutmeg and so um, those are really wonderful things to have and I really love the smell of them. So you can mm-hmm. replace those simply. When right. people come in, you just put some oils out. You can even just put them out. I mean, they do smell. You right. don't have to put them in water. One of the things I notice is if you leave the bottle open, it disappears over time. Right? Yes, Within it'll a evaporate. Days. Your room will smell better, but, but it does disappear. disappear. So thanks for joining us to have these wonderful, healthy Thanksgiving tips, Kristen. Yes, I've enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. And also letting us know about how to make our home smell wonderful. And thank you, everyone, for listening Again, Kristen's website is thehealthrevolution.com, and if you'd like to get some coaching, you can call up Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling and coach with me, Counseling.com on the website, or call our office, 817-232-1363. You guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and thank you for listening to Living Well.
0: Thank you again for joining us. Living Well with Ann Beale airs live every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to see you again next week.